Hey, yo, so, yo, it's your boy. One take, no chaser back in the motherfucking house once again. And this time, I represent Queens. She was raised out in Brooklyn. But we've already done this before. So if you listen to one take before, you know who I'm rolling with. Tonight, it is the good sis, my Leo, my, my, my Leo compadre. Like, we giving off, like, extra Leo energy this evening. And you know what? If you're one of those people who feel like, oh, boy, here we go with the Leos. I would say turn it off, but nah, stick around for a minute because you might learn something. So, yo, good sister Kahawia, welcome back. Here, what's up? I mean, what up though? Where you been? Listen, I've been busy. I've been recording my own podcast. I've been writing books. Um, my third book is coming out in November, but the pre-release is hitting up this week, so I'm so excited. Not even pre-release. Um, Ooh, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I get? Can I get an advanced copy? Hold on, wait a minute. Now we breaking. We breaking news right now. What up? The pre-order link is going up this week. Um, it, well, so I will do this for your show. I haven't told anybody the title of the book yet. So the book is going to be called Pink Gems. So we already have Pink Canvas, Pink Lotus. Now we got Pink Gems that completes the trilogy. And I've already started writing my fourth book. So I'm, I'm, I'm busy out here. I'm working. I hear that hot shit. I hear that hot shit. Now, let me ask you this question, though. So you had three. You got Pink Lotus, Pink Canvas, and we got Pink Gems. Why don't you go ahead? First of all, introduce yourself for the, for the new listeners. It's been a minute since you've been on the show. So go ahead and tell the people about your podcast. And then when you're done with the podcast, tell the people about your, your premise around your books. Because I know you have a very, very scripted uh, and very like organized way of kind of putting this together. So tell the people a little bit about it. Okay, so I am Kahawia. Um, I am from K&K Road Talk. What we do is K&K Podcast with um, Kiva and Kahawia. We are a literary podcast where we deconstruct books. We started off deconstructing books from Sister Shahrazad Ali, and we moved on to Dr. Amos Wilson, and now we are deconstructing films surrounding racism and just kind of the whole gist of our podcast is rebuilding the Black nation. So we started with the Black woman, the Black man, we go on to the Black child, and now we're just kind of shifting gears just to figure out what the fuck went wrong um, and to see how we can rebuild our nation by rebuilding our family and rebuilding ourselves so we can see what that looks like even if we don't get to succeed in that in our generation we are we are planting them seeds and watering the seeds that have already been planted so that the next generation can pick up and because we got to fix our life this is just this just can't be it forever and ever and ever to come so this shit is, this shit is hella ghetto out there for sure <laughs> so tell the people a little bit about your book concept though i think it's a dope one so you you brought it to me before i think when yeah. i first met you you were just about to introduce book number two so go yeah. ahead and tell the people about the trilogy if you don't mind yeah so the trilogy is a collection of poems because i'm an erotic poet first and foremost but i'm a poet first um poetry is my first language um the books basically it travels me with like on my journey towards self-love seduction and just kind of battling with all of that so just in a nutshell pink canvas speaks from the vagina pink lotus speaks from my heart and pink gems is speaking from my mind but they're all speaking to the soul of a woman so you definitely got to check it out um men read my book men love my book men also have found that reading what i have to say gives them a better understanding of some of the things that their own women have dealt with some of the things that their sisters have dealt with um i cover well i uncover my 
my battles with being sexually assaulted and how I've healed from that um, and how I'm still healing from that because that's not some shit you just heal from and then it's just like whatever um but yeah so it's it's erotic poetry it's lit um there's some sexy stuff there's some bam in your face type of shit there's some fuck out of here type of shit it's a whole array of you know just different poems but it's all me like it's all it all encompasses so you're not gonna see Kahawia on the front of the cover my name is Dominique D. Glisten so that's what you're gonna see um and my pictures is on all of them but you know Kahawia is there I mean, if y'all never heard an episode with me and Kahawia, this shit gets lit. And since we unpacking literature today, let's go ahead and unpack some shit. First of all, I want to say welcome back. And again, it's been a long time. Like, And again, like, you know, when COVID hit, people found each other. I don't know how me and Kahawia found each other, but we did. And then when we did, shit was lit. And I always enjoy my conversations with you because not only do you come with perspective, but you come with context, which I think is very important. So let's unpack some shit. We found each other. We found each other through our good sis one time. You know, it always goes back. Can we just give a big shout out to my good sister, Sherry Wine? I mean, she's like big mama in here. And that's my good sis. So, yo, shout out to my girl, Wine Time. Absolutely. So, yo, today's conversation. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Before we get into today's conversation, I do want to say, because I listened to your last couple of episodes that you had just dropped after your month-long hiatus, and Mr. Uh, no- you mean, you mean, uh, I'm sorry, um, month. four-month-long hiatus, sorry, four-month-long. <laughs> For a long-ass time. But um, Mr. No Personals, I do appreciate how you got a little personal, and I felt like I got to know you more in them three episodes then in your whole catalog i was like oh this is another one take i like this brother please continue to get personal and be real with your audience can i can i can i can i well first of all thank you i mean well and i gotta say the different side of realness i got no thank you for that i gotta say that the outpouring from men and women like you know old and young was more than i anticipated and I'll be very transparent with you. That shit took a lot out of me because it's very easy to, uh, on these mediums, jump on and be your character. One takes a character. Like, you know, Kahawi is a character. Like, we we are who we want y'all to know us as. And there's a difference between that and people giving you how they arrived at their character or how they arrived at this medium. And it, it it was a lot. Like it actually threw me into a little bit of a downward spiral afterwards because as appreciative as I was about the feedback and as cathartic as it was to say that shit that I needed to say, it also dregs up, you know, you're hurt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're hurt. And like, not only that, but I actually had, you know, people who were good enough to also share their hurt on wax. And I wasn't doing it for likes. You know, that was one of the few episodes I did not publish I mean, I published it, but I didn't like publicize it because I didn't want to, you know, profit. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm air quoting the word profit, but I didn't want to profit off of people's emotions. If you need to go listen to it, then go listen to it. If you just need to get it off your chest and never listen to it again, that too is okay. Um, but I, I, I jumped in, and I jumped in feet first. You're right, Kahawi, I did, and um, I, I wanted to have people understand because you know as much as on this regular i don't do personal shit on this show 
as I like to hold myself accountable for. Um, because I don't want people to think they understand me without knowing me. You can listen to me all day long, but you don't know me unless I unless I unless I show you who I am. I wanted you to also people to understand like, nah, this is a little bit more of kind of what makes me tick and show appreciation more than anything else. Again, if you know anything, if you ever knew me from the time I was young to the time my mother passed away, I'm telling you, my mother is the reason why I'm able to even plug up a microphone and have the the, the, the gravitas to even think I could do some shit like this. So I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, shout to Mama One Take for, um, you know, blessing me with these gifts. And um, shout to you for, you know, again, shout to everybody who like, like I had people DMing, texting, calling like, yo, you were right. Yo, that shit right there had me crying. I ain't want to cry at work. I ain't want to cry neither. God damn it. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a G like, I don't, I don't do that shit. Like, you know what I mean? But I also knew that it's so easy for people to think that we walk around without emotion. And we do in fact have that. And so when you have that, lean into your vulnerabilities and lean into your weaknesses because it makes you a stronger you at the end of the day. And it's more than okay to show tribute to somebody who left you with the gifts that allow for other people to come together. Isn't that what we all here for, right? Absolutely. So thank you. I really do appreciate that. And thank everybody who genuinely um, enjoyed that. So let's unpack some shit for a second, my good sister. You ready? Listen, I'm born ready, so let's get into it. Uh, you know, gotta get ready if you're born ready. The five love languages. Talk to me about that. Give me, give me, uh, give me uh, the, your dead ass, like, and again, you know, you know, we about to be on some New York shit. <laughs> give me your dead ass, like, like, <laughs> yo, no cat. Give me your dead ass impressions of first of all, which, what the five are. We'll get into our own personal ones as quote, you know, wink, wink, as as listed, and then we're gonna start talking about some other shit. But what you got for me about that? Okay, so the five love languages, according to the white man who wrote it, um, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I feel like it's a self-help book for people in relationships that don't really have the words to express what they need. Um, and just, it gives, it's a tool that gives direction. It is not the end-all be-all for me. Um, but according to the way the book is written, <clears throat> physical touch is my top love language. Um, I I thrive in you know just being in the space. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So if if if, if your husband or your man walk past and don't slap the cheeks in the kitchen, we got a problem. We got a problem. We got a problem. We got a whole problem. If you don't slide the cheeks, if you don't. <laughs> arm a little bit we have a problem if you walk past me if you in my space and our our bodies is not touching it's like even to the point like i don't like to cuddle all the time because i get hot as fuck and it's just it's a no for me and we but, leos and we leos listen I, and, we, we need we need a little bit of space just, i mean i mean bring it to me but within reason within reason right so we could cuddle for like 10 minutes but then you gotta go lay over there but i definitely need to put my leg on top of yours like i need to feel like some skin to skin contact is definitely needed gotta have it still here <laughs> you still rocking with me um and the other one according to this book acts of service so those two run top two for me um with touch being you know top tier for me um, but I definitely love acts of service. I love for you to just do something for me without me having to 
ask you for it or tell you what to do. I love for you to study me and to just get to know me from your own perspective without me having to teach you who I am, but you learning who I am alongside of me teaching you. And you go and do that. You, If you know my carnic acid, go and gas it up. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you know that my, I, I like to write in purple ink and I'm running out of ink pens, go and, and, going to replenish my ink pens like it it's the little things so uh, so that first of all now that's what's up so okay so before we go any further let me go ahead and unpack this i think you brought up something that was really really interesting around it's a book like it, this is not written in you know in, in 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 you know in stone anywhere in the ancient cities of anywhere this is somebody who decided yo i'm gonna sit here and try to listen to what people are saying and i'm gonna try to give them the five things that i think are the ones that are the most prevalent around why people probably don't work you know this sounds to me like a solution book which is cool so here we go we got words of affirmation we got physical touch we got receiving gifts we have quality time and we have access service. And what they try to tell you about these things is you really only have one. And if you're lucky, you may have two, but there's one that's the most dominant. So Kahalia said physical touch is the thing. Like, yo, don't you ever dare, like, you know what I'm saying? If I come out the shower, like, you know, glistening, glistening cheeks, you better, you better, you better wet hand slap that shit or we got a problem, right? Yeah. Um, and I think. So let me let me go here. It, it is a white man's book, and that's all the way fine. I mean, again, I'm not going to sit here and play that game. But here's what I will do. I will say that it's lazy because there's no such thing as five anything. Like, we are multifaceted uh, people, and you probably can have a combination of many. The reason why I brought you here today is because I want to introduce more love languages. I feel like five is very limited and I feel I have one that I feel very strongly about that I think needs to be lifted. But if I'm going to start with this book now, words of affirmation for me is probably my thing. Like, yo, the Leo in me, I mean, the physical touch is great. You know, I don't like, I don't, I don't need to receive no gifts. Like I don't, I don't like surprises. I don't want you to be like, oh, I bought you this shit. Like, I mean, if you do it, I'm not going to say no. I mean, if you tell me you're going to do it, I'm going to say no. I don't want that. Like, now nah, I'm good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's go here. Let's do that. I bought you this. I, I, I prefer you don't because it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I don't know why. And so maybe, you know, my next, you know, my next fucking, uh, you know, one take uh, uh, mini episodes around who the fuck I am. I might have to unpack why I get uncomfortable when people give me things because maybe I don't feel like I deserve it. I don't know yet. I got to get to that another day. I'm not even going to hold you. We have that in common. I don't I don't like surprises. Um, and I feel like if you're going to surprise me, let it legit be a surprise. Don't don't tell me about the shit and then have me anticipating it. I cannot stand the anticipation. Just do not do not <laughs> give me the pre surprise. If you yes. want to surprise me, then just do it. Like, I can remember my father, who my father was so anti hip hop growing up. Like, I, I could tell stories all day long about how he literally was like, I don't want to hear that shit in the house. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when Big passed away, he came home with the double CD. Now, <laughs> that, that, that was a goddamn receiving gift. Cause I'm like, oh, I just, I, I did not see that coming. But I guess he finally figured out, like, clearly. This do means something to you, and I want you to be happy with this. So I'm gonna go ahead and get it. And he knew it was a hot item. I appreciated right. that from him. Nah, you know what? And I think you know the Leo in me. I love to give gifts, but I'm not really too good. Facto, on the facto. 
Um, all right, what I'm supposed to do? Thank you, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Serve it. I just, you know, I'm. I think it's a control factor for me because I didn't have anything. I didn't have any part in the planning of me receiving this gift. So now it's like, uh, okay. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we control freaks, Kahalia? Like, are we? Are we control freaks? I'm not. See, I don't like that word "freak" behind control. I feel like All right. freak, freak. Freak is only in one area of my life, but it's not in with control. But I do have. I have some. Um, I have a strong need to be in control of things around me. And I'm learning to release that as much as I can because what can we really control, right? Yeah, but that's difficult because then so now you're going into now you're going into see uh, see you we ready for this conversation because now you're going into different areas, right? Like you just said it best. I would love to receive your gift, but I feel like I need to be in control because something about you repping for me or thinking for me doesn't make me feel the way I think I should feel, even though it's coming from a great place. And by the way, before I keep going any further, the other two were quality time and acts of service. So if I had to choose, like I said, I think for me, it's words of affirmation. Like I need to know, listen, I'm one of 4 billion men walking this earth. I understand that. I, I, I'm not the smartest man. I ain't the tallest man. I ain't the strongest man. I ain't the most handsome man. I ain't got the biggest dick swinging. My shit ain't touching the floor. Like, I mean, like, I, I don't drive the nicest car. I don't make the most money. All that hot shit. But I need to know that you value my presence. And I need to know that you value my, you know, my contributions to your to your life. And I think that's one of the reasons that I keep myself or try to keep myself as exclusive as possible is because I'm not in a space where I want you to think this shit is common. Like what you get over here is not normal. Like and I need you to understand that. But when you do get that, like I need you to I need I'm going to need you to let me know that you understand that shit. So I think for me, words of affirmation is my shit, but the reason why I wanted to do this particular episode is because it can't just be that. There's more than that. And you know there's more than that. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote a poem about more than that. Like the hair and the head go. Let's go. Nah, because it's in Pink Gym. You got to get the book. Oh, shit. No, we're not doing one taste exclusive right now. But go ahead and give, give people the premise at the very least. You got to get the book. But yeah, so I do touch on, you know, some of the ones that was in that book. But, well, not even. I touched on the two that I rock with. But I will say... Top love language for me is security. I need, I need financial security. I need security in your word. I need for your word to be your bond. I need for all that. Like I need to know that I could bet on you like I bet on myself. And without that, I don't give a fuck. If you try to touch me, it ain't gonna work. I'm not here for you. I'm not turned on. I don't, I don't care if you do go gas up my car. That's great. Thank you. But you, I need that security. I need, I need that package to be like Fort Knox tight. Like I need, and even tighter than that. So to make sure we recap it for the folks listening at home, the sixth love language, according to Kahawia is security, correct? Yes. Security. So talk more about that. Like, I mean, like not necessarily why you feel that way, but like, how did you identify that that was something that reigned supreme over most anything else? By not having it and knowing what that looks like for me. 
and then having it and knowing what that looks like for me and just kind of finding that thin line between and knowing, okay, so without the security, ain't nothing you can do that's going to make me want to continue to be in this intimate space with you. And it's, so when I say the intimate space, I'm not even just talking about sex, but just being in the intimate space. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear shit. To, I don't want to hear shit, shit you got to talk about because everything you say, I'm like, um, like if I have to have a backup plan to all your plans, like have to have one, I feel like it's one thing to have one because, you know, you always need a backup plan just in case. But if I know I have to have one because your plan A is all the way fucked up and I know it, nah. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Security with flaws or security without flaws? Which let, 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 let me go further with that. So what if I spend or any man or anybody spends their time trying to make you feel safe, right? Because security equals safe, right? Like people pay extra money for people with, you know, armed guards at the door because they want to feel safe. They want to walk into a space and feel like nobody's going to run down on them because these people are out here to help me out. That's why mm-hmm. people pay for security systems. That's why people have them ring doorbells. That's why they have locks on their phone, whatever, because mm-hmm. people want to feel like they're going to be able to make it tomorrow, right? But what if I told you that in the space of me trying to be secure for you, that I may have my own shit with me that may go across what you want? So let me give you a very basic example. And this is not a real life example, but follow me for a second. I meet you or I meet whomever in, you know, 2022. And I have a very, 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 I don't want to say the word sketchy. I have a very interesting past. Like I have somebody who kind of has the, you know, the propensity to kind of show up whenever she wants to show up because she feel like she got to be heard whenever she want to be heard. And so me and you was out and then she pulls up and we having this conversation. Now all of a sudden it's an uncomfortable conversation. Am I no longer viable for you because I may have a flaw in my past choices? Or are you going to understand that this is something I need to handle and you're going to still ride with me? And the reason why I say that to you is because I think that these love languages don't really equate people's intentions more so than their actions. And I think the actions... Uh, is is the sum total of what people want to do but there's also and most usually uh you know factors that will prevent sometimes people from being so again here you go uh receiving gifts what if i'm broke fuck i'm supposed to do about you like i mean what, what you want me to do like acts of service I, what if i i don't know so i'm just asking like is it with flaws or without flaws I mean, everything is going to have a flaw, right? And that's even, you know, just speaking for myself, I'm going to have a few flaws when it comes to what, like whatever homies love language is. So like your love language for one, words of affirmation, I may not tell you all the time or tell whoever all the time, whatever, like I may not do that as much as I need to, or as much as you or whomever feel like I should, right? Um, I may need to be reminded, hey, you didn't tell me. Now, I might feel like I'm doing things that show you I appreciate, but I may have, so like, I feel like the flaws is okay. I think it's more so what you, or how you address them when they come up and how you handle it. So that situation, okay, if this is something that we've already talked about, so I already know about Shorty and her motives and I, I, okay. I'm a peep how you handle that. I'm gonna give you room to handle that. And I'm gonna give you a deadline on to when 
but this cannot keep happening um, because how how well are you handling it, right? I mean, because I got niggas that used to like to pop up. Can they reach me now? No, because I handled it. So it's like, you still have to take accountability for whatever is happening. So I feel like flaws is fine, but it's how you address them. Say less. Completely understand. So that's the sixth love language. So for those of y'all keeping track at home, Kyle, we might get rich off this shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, because <laughs> we, we, we're gonna expand the regular. Here's mine. Love language number seven. Bring me peace. You can cook. You can buy me gifts. You can touch me. You can you you can do act. You can take the garbage out. You can do you can do all that shit. If I don't feel at peace, and I mean not security, because again, if you're dealing with somebody who can fight, you feel secure, but you're still not at peace because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen next, right? I need to feel like I'm good and i don't want to i don't want no problems and i'll tell i'll share a story because i think it's important to share i dated a young lady once let me tell you a story i dated a young lady once right and when i'm saying cooking clean you know sexy time all day long heels thongs all that shit everything i mean like everything you would think you want out of a woman she was doing it but she was a firecracker and when shit was going left only thing she would ever say is look at everything i do for you i do this i do that i do this that and the third and all i used to say to her was that's great you're giving me a b and c what i really need is d e and f i don't i can't enjoy your gifts and your and and, and the touch and all this that and the third because i don't feel at peace i always feel at war and i don't want that And I think being a black man in America, you know, as evidenced by just every fucking day life at this point in time in 22 and 2022 around being black is like there's so much going on outside these walls and outside these doors that I don't need to feel like when I get home, it's going to be some smoke. So when you slamming doors and knocking cabinets and slamming shit and, you know, like, no, like, nah, mm mm-mm. I need to feel at peace. Can we find a way to effectively communicate about the things that are not happening to our liking without it turning into some type of confrontation? Because when I get confrontation, I'm going to confront what's going on and it's not going to go well because my default is to strike back or strike first. So if I hear cabinet slamming, I'm going at you and you probably it might have been a mistake. I don't know, but I don't care because I feel like it's indicative of where you want this to go. And that's not what I want. If you want to argue with somebody, do that shit on your own time. I need peace for me. The seventh love language. I gave you the six. I'll take the seventh. Bring me peace. How's that sound to you? Peace sounds good. Um, nah, I definitely understand that. And I feel like with that a lot of comprehension has to happen um, and a lot of unpacking trauma before you get into that relationship needs to happen. I feel like many times we do, you know, we meet our people with all of our baggage of trauma already. And then we try to unpack it with each other and that's not fucking healthy. Um, Folks need therapy. Folks need to talk to professionals. Say it again. Say it again. 
folks need therapy out here. Um, you can hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, pardon me. I'm sorry to cut you. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen the therapist and you listening to this show, you lacking. Listen, you cannot do this shit alone effectively. And if you're doing it alone and you think you're effective, ask the people who interact with you or self-reflect when you home under the covers in the mirror or doing whatever you need to talk to somebody about where you've been and from whence you came otherwise any old somebody you need to talk to somebody that has tools that can help you deal with that like because talking to your friends and family that's not it they got their own shit and they're not professionals like they're not trained to deal with that like you need to talk to somebody who who has the right training to help you through that um and i think when we do that when we are proactive about our own healing i think a lot of that not having peace you know subsides a little bit like you know you may have your issues okay a cabinet might slam because god damn it i done told you x amount of time to do x y and z or whatever you know you might have those arguments, but I feel like they will be a lot less frequent. Um, and you'll be in a space to where you can talk about it first. Like, hey, here's what I've noticed. You know, just even saying those words. And I've even had to learn it myself. I've had to learn how to communicate effectively, but not from the space of a drill sergeant, but from the space of just having compassion. Just I'm legit trying to understand and if there's something that I'm saying that is not making sense to you, please stop me. Please, co- you know, please don't let me continue on. And then you tell me you understand because, you know, again, that goes back to me. Your word is bond. You said you understood what I said. So now when I see you. Clearly- ah, you just brought up something. Yeah, I love this. Here we go. So you brought up something and I told you I understood because I'm trying to get to the peace. You want you want to feel secure. Yeah. And I'm yeah. telling you. I, I I hear you, but cool. Yes, 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 Kahawe. Yes, whatever you say. Yes, but I'm just trying to get to the good part again. And yet you taking my word as I thought you said you understood, and I'm like, nah. I mean, well, I did, but I really just wanted you to just chill because I wanted to get back to the physical touch shit that you like. I mean, like you see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, so herein lies the problem is that. You know, you cannot have but one. And I think the communication is probably needs to be number one. If you're going to do love languages at all, the umbrella of all this shit is communication. Mm-hmm. And you have to come to somebody. Let's be clear. Instagram, Facebook, Tinder, whatever the fuck, however the fuck you meet people in this day and age has allowed people to think that they understand somebody off of three pictures. You don't know me. You know nothing about me. You only know about me what I allow you to see. You know nothing. And so with that being said, what does the communication umbrella look like in 2022 when, truth be told, it's not even beneficial to really converse with people uh, as eloquently as we probably can because why do you need to? You like three of my pictures. I like four of your pictures. Let's clap these cheeks. We go. Let's get it going. That's it. <laughs> And herein lies the problem. Everybody's trying to cheat the game and wondering why they can't win. The truth of the matter is you have to step back and, uh, 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 you know, 
limit your interactions that aren't going to lead to your ultimate happiness. And so when you say to me, security, and I say to you, peace, each one of these things, those two, and add those other five, if we, if we so choose to do so, are all meant to get us to happiness. And if mm-hmm. we're not getting there, we're in the space where people are trying to, so again, if you sold yourself into, man, acts of service, if this, I mean, like gifts, man, I swear to God, if he don't buy me a gift, my flowers don't show up every single national holiday, he ain't shit. Really? Hmm. Well, you know how I feel about, well, I, well, I don't know if you know how I feel about those, but I don't celebrate the pagan holidays. I don't celebrate the man-made capitalistic holidays. I don't give a damn. If I'm almost upset if you buy me flowers on Valentine's Day and no other day throughout the year, because to know me is to know I don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day. And I say it loud and public and proud. So if, if you take Valentine's Day as a one day to shower me with all these things and you got all these other days throughout the year and maybe my birthday you do, I'm pissed. And then and then people like to say, oh, well, I'm ungrateful. <laughs> but it's like, did you really take the time to get to know me? And I feel like that's the thing, too. But um, let me, hold on, hold on, before you go any further, let me ask you a question. Why do people. OK, so oh Lord, we're about to get deep. I don't want to do this because okay. I do. OK, let's do this. Why is it then that people take holidays, pagan, self-made, manufactured, or other, other, and make sure and and really put stock into it? I hate Valentine's Day, but that's a really typical man answer, I believe, in the world. But it's not for what you think. I think Valentine's Day is if I fuck with you like that, you feel like Valentine's Day on June 2nd. As well, as well as fucking August 3rd, as well as September 14th, as well as November 1st. Like, I mean, like, if I fuck with you like that, you should be good. But why is it? And again, you don't you do not answer for all women. And I know your perspective is a lot different than most. But from the field, because you do you don't talk to yourself only. What's the big deal around the show? Talk to me. Okay, so when I've asked um, several people this question, the gist of what I've gotten is, well, from from the men that I've talked to, the gist that I've gotten is, well, you know, y'all women like to say y'all don't want nothing, but if we don't give you anything, then it's a problem. Or, you know, well, all of your friends is getting something, everybody is, you know, it's a whole charade. And I feel like to each their own, but whoever that each his or her is, you have to respond based on that one person. You can't respond based on, like you can't treat them based on a general concept. So if I'm someone, I'm a woman that's telling you, I don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day and you continue to try and mold me into accepting this valentine's day gift and this whole charade it's like are you listening to me and even if the woman says you know what i don't care about valentine's day i don't care about that and then you don't care about it too and then she gets upset that's another conversation because why are you out here saying shit you don't mean there you go because i was sitting there i'm like i could tell you 
oh, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. And then you in fact care. Also, shameless plug, if I'm at the drive-thru, I'm at the restaurant, and I'm like, what do you want? And you're like, nothing. Please say something. Don't do that. Because we are very literal. I'm asking you a question. Now, uh, they say a good man knows, just order it anyway. Eh, I'll do it. But just say say it. Just say it. Uh, I completely agree with that. Um, And I think that just goes back to me being me. I I don't mince words. I say what I need to say. I'm very tactful in my communication. So... (laughs) I don't, I don't understand how people misconstrue what I say because I, I legit say what the fuck I mean to say. Um, and I'm very intentional about thinking before I speak to say what the fuck I mean to say. So I get that. Um, and that's a huge issue. And sometimes I don't know if that's still an issue because social media kind of makes it seem like it's cool to have that issue because I think that's a problem too I think people feel like if they're not having problems that the social media is telling you that couples have they almost kind of try to invent the problem so that they can then have it and kind of fit into that group of shit and it's just it's a whole bracket of mess (laughs) it's all mess it's 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 in fact disgusting outside so I feel like we uncovered two security and peace but i think we uncovered one more that makes eight communication yeah and communication really should be the first one no matter whatever however because think about all those other five how the fuck would you know what somebody values unless you communicate with them agree agree however we'll say with communication you know Communication is not just asking a thousand and one questions. Communication is also observing that person. There is silent communication. There's written communication. There's oral communication. There's visual communication. There's auditory communication. There's all kinds of levels of communication. And I think there's more to it than just having that interview setting of a thousand and one questions. And it's like, okay, well, I didn't answer that. Like, nah. Agree. Because think about it. Like, I'm... I'm thinking about my own personal journey. It's like, you know, being outside with a grown ass woman and you're like, all right, she look good. And I feel like, no, all right, you walk past me, a little, a little smack on the ass, like pop, you know, a little quick. We had a conversation about that. Kind of find out you like that shit. Matter of fact, kind of find out you feel secure when I do that. Like, oh, you feel like that's a physical, okay. So yeah, we didn't do that. But also, that's not an interview conversation. Because if you made it an interview conversation, it's awkward and it's weird. We don't want that. I think that people need to interact more so with, um, how do I say this? Interact more so with like who you are and try to lead people into it, but also prepare for flaws. Because if you don't prepare for the flaws, then you get mad if February 14th meant more to you than it meant to them. And you mad. What are you mad at me for? Now you slamming cabinets or you're not returning my phone call. You're being passive aggressive. Stop that shit. People mm-hmm. need to communicate. So I think we got eight now. So me and Kaha, we're going to write a book. <laughs> it's called The Eight. And The Eight 
starts with number one communication you gotta let people know where you've been and be vulnerable to your point you heard more from one take in the last three episodes in a row by the way because i was on one um then you probably heard through the whole catalog and you probably got a better understanding of what makes me tick or what doesn't make me tick so how are you allowing people to know you other than your filtered pictures or what you want them to see, which means you got to really figure out a way to communicate with the people who you think mm -hmm. are compatible with you. And then if that's the case, what does security look like? And then following that, what does peace look like? D did I capture it right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I will say, so, well, just to go back to apply that question to myself personally, how I allow people to get to know me. My my heart story is written in the pages of my books. So the best way to know me is to read my material. Read my books, read my story, see where I was. And then if you have questions, let's talk about it. But don't don't start off with the headline. Like don't start off with the question. It's a no for me. Um, I think another, I don't know if this is a love language or this is something that should go along with the love language. Oh, we're going for nine. We're going for nine. We're going for nine. Boundaries. And you know what? I am going to say it is a love language. It may mm. not. Say more, say more, say more. It may not be a love language <laughs> in terms of dealing with a partner, but it's a love language in terms of loving yourself. Boundaries. Don't be afraid to walk away from people that's not meeting you where you need them to be. Don't be afraid to be like, you know what? Nah, you're not bringing me peace, but like. Shorty looked, the, shorty looked the part, but she's she's literally going one for nine. Mm, mm -mm. That ain't it. But she looked good, though. <laughs> Boundaries for that self-love language. This was dope. I appreciate First of all, I hope y'all clapping your hands for my good sister. Leo Energy hey. on the screen. And also, really thinking about what works for you. And again, how you're going to communicate all of that shit. So, my good sister, tell the people where they can find you. Yes, you can find me at afrosofly.com. That's where I have all my books, all my artwork, all my greeting cards, because I'm a poet. I write it all. We have t-shirts, all the things. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Kahawia underscore underscore so k-a-h-a-w-i-a underscore underscore two underscores for that um i'm google kahawia okay i'm sure i'll come up first <laughs> and then next it comes up with the definition of kahawia which it is swahili for brown i'm a brown girl i'm about all brown people empowerments because you know fucking crackers out here and when i say that white white is a mentality it is not just about the color of your skin because the spiritual warfare is real and we do have our John Browns among us. So let's not get it twisted, but it's definitely a mentality. And if you have that white supremacist attitude, fuck you from the very bottom of my heart with my whole heart. The whole heart, that's what it is. And I think for me, I just say this, like, listen, first of all, welcome back y'all. Like, okay. <laughs> Like, I don't, like, um, I was bored with this shit, and I was turned off by this shit, because I'm like, okay, so everybody's just talking about the same shit, and it's messy, 
is 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 not what I want. But I think I found a lane again is going into what we do when we want to be successful rather than talking about what we do and why we're not successful. I think that's my I think that's my lane right now. But anywho, that being said, it's one take no chaser. And yo, um, I'm so glad to have my good sister back. Um and I'm so glad to be back. And I'm so glad y'all listened to my shit. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't deserve y'all, but I appreciate y'all. And um, I would love to know the other love languages. Truth be told, by the time we all done, we might got 20. Listen, we might have 20. And, and you know, if you pick up Pink Gems, you're going to read about 12 more. I'll try to tell you, shameless plug, but not too shameless. Tell them where they can find them one more time. It's going to be at afrosofly.com this week. I think I'm going to do the pre-order on Friday. Can I can I bring you back to do a reading only for the people who do a pre-order? <laughs> well, so even with the pre-order, the book is not going to ship until November because that's when it actually comes out. But absolutely, you can. Love to hear it. So, yo, for my good sister, tell the people goodbye. One more time about your podcast, if you don't mind. Yes, Kiva and Kahawia Real Talk with K and K. Um, we are a literary podcast where we deconstruct books, and now we have moved on to film. But it was literature at one point in time. Somebody had to write it, right? So that's what that's where we at. And we are very much personal. We get personal from beginning to end. We talk about our flaws. We talk about our struggles. We talk about our growth. We talk about our healing. We talk about everything as it encompasses because we cannot tell y'all that we we trying to build the Black family and rebuild ourselves and not be honest about the shit that we bring to the table too. Or not even to the table, but the shit that we bring to the problem and the solutions that we come with as well. So we uncover it all. We is real personal over here at KK. So that's why I appreciated your personal <laughs> of your last couple of episodes. But thank you once again for having me again. It's been a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to have y'all. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And every morning you wake up, that's your best day. That's the that's the move right there. So for y'all, for me, for us, next time. Y'all be good. Y'all be well. Yeah.